Welcome to episode 23 of RJ Bell's Dream Preview MLB Edition. My name is Taylor Ringgold, and my co-host, per usual, Griffin Warner, is here. Griff, another week of baseball, another week of best bets. How did we do this week? Uh, we went one and one, which is unfortunately becoming a tradition for me because my lead on you has evaporated now it is only one half of a game uh which is a little bit disappointing but uh that's because you've been hot pretty hot lately uh one-on-one this week uh drew rasmussen bruce ras drew rasmussen whatever his name was for the Rays. i'm forgetting it already because i'm trying to forget his performance from friday um there was some issues with him i think coming into that start but uh Byron Buxton is hitting the ball really hard right now, uh, at least for the next week before he goes back on the IL. And then uh, your victory, Pablo Lopez, uh, for the four innings or so he was out there was pretty good. Uh, and a big upset road win for the the Marlins at the Astros. I think the only game they got in the series maybe, but a uh, big one for him and a uh, big one for you. Six out of seven. That's pretty good, huh? Six out of seven, two game winning streak. I'm I'm feeling hot. The summer is heating up. It's getting a little hot here in New York. The weather's kind of nice. I'm sweating, but I'm hot betting-wise, ladies and gentlemen. Best bets have been pretty good to me lately. As a crew, we're doing pretty well. You and I, Griff. Um, I don't know what else to say. I, I think what people need to do is just continue to listen to us because we're giving great content, and also we're giving great best bet picks. I'm, I, I, am I wrong here? We're giving, we're giving people what they want. We're, we're, we're giving the people what they want. We're going to continue doing that because uh, this is a show about gifts, you know? That's right. And I think that is what's called a segue in the biz and Griff did it beautifully. Thank like you. last week, we gave you three promos. We gave you three gifts. Um. I think we're going to give them three more. Is that is that the plan here? Let's Chris? do three more. Oh, my God. God. Luck it's, comes in threes, you know, luck of the Christmas, Irish. Christmas in June, dude. Christmas in June, Hanukkah in June, Kwanzaa in June, whatever you do, whatever you celebrate. We're giving you three. I'm giving you two right now. And then right before our best bets at the end of the show, Griff's going to give you a really good one then. But why do I get right into it? If you are listening to this for the first time, you have to sign up for pregame com right now and if you aren't it takes no lo- longer than like 90 seconds to do and if you do it right now you will give you a free 25 dollars site purchase just for signing up that's right it takes about 90 seconds we'll give you tw- a free 25 dollars site purchase just for signing up you can post your own picks and your analysis to the pregame forums Draw a following and become a value member. Sign up today and receive a $25 site credit to purchase premium picks from one of pregame's very own professional handicappers. And that guy I'm talking to and you guys have been listening to for weeks, his name is Griffin Water. Griff, give yourself a round of applause here. I don't, I don't know if I deserve one, but I had a pretty good weekend, so I'm happy about that. Um, Come, on, come join. You guys get can get everything I release overnight. Um, that's basically what I'm doing. I'm, I'm trying to give those gifts before you go to bed or right when you wake up, it's all right there. Uh, along with the rest of the pregame team. If, uh, if you're not loving what I'm doing, certainly go find someone else on there. There's a lot of good content, a lot of good picks out there. 
That is pregame.com. Sign up now. Get a free 25 today. But I'm not done there. If you like more gifts, simply I like enter. Gifts. You like gifts? I love gifts. Simply enter flyball20 in the coupon code and save 20% on any site purchases. That is flyball20. It's just not just for baseball. It can be used for any sport and any package at pregame.com. Again, that's a coupon code to save you 20-0%. And that is Flyball 20. Now, Griff, let's get right into Monday's games here. We got let's, 10 let's games. Get, more let's than get usual, right in. More than usual on a Monday slate. If you've been listening to us, it's very short. Not a lot to work with, but we got a lot to work with now. Joel, let's jump right in. Uh, I'm a little sad we don't get to do an extra series spotlight, but that was because there was only six games last Monday, so we had to uh, we had to be a little bit resourceful of what we got. And uh, here we got more of the uh, betting content for tomorrow. Most of these games have lines, so we'll start with Miami at Philly, Sandy Alcantara at Aaron Nola. Uh, currently, Nola minus one forty-seven favorite at home, over under seven and a half, and that's a a pretty good pitching matchup, I got to say. And, and based on these numbers, I mean, I've I've been going against Nola quite a bit. and He's uh, had some bad outings um, mixed in this season, but I think he's been pretty solid so far uh, and hasn't been going great fading him. But I got to say, I'm leaning the Alcantara way. How about you? Ooh, I'm leaning the Alcantara way myself. I'm going. Um, I, I really love the Marlins pitching staff. I know Lopez didn't last as long, but I've hyped this pitching staff up a lot. Sandy Alcantara has been on fire this year. He is, in my opinion, should be the starter for the National League All-Star game. You know, either him or Gordon Burns or Joe, Joe Musgrove's had a fantastic year as well. A lot of good people out there. <coughs> I just think that this is a another great pitching matchup for Alcantara to get another W and lower that ERA even lower, which is at one six one right now. Ooh, almost nice. You know, the, almost the Marlins, nice. their, their lineup scares me a little bit and Phillies have been really hot. Uh, the nice been. part, Sandy has been pitching to contact for years. He's, he's improving that getting more swing and miss, but I feel like of all guys, he could probably navigate that a little bit better than the others who just try to avoid hitting are getting the balls that they're throwing out their hit. Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm still trying to figure out what I think about this Philly team. I don't believe in their bullpen whatsoever, but uh, when they seem to score eight runs a, a game, it's pretty hard. But you know what? We mentioned this last week with the Girardi firing. You need a spark plug. You need something to put a little fire under the ass of the team and, you know, getting Girardi um, get, you know, out of town might have been it. And I think it has been it. This team has been raking. Harper has arguably been the hottest guy in baseball right now, crushing home runs left to right. This team's hitting pretty well. I can't say Alec Bohm's getting better defensively. Did you see his <laughs> error today? I mean, dude, I, I did that? not, but I'm sure it was hideous. It wasn't. It was just a lapse of judgment. We'll just say that. But, um, yeah, I just think this, this Phillies team has gotten better, but this isn't an easy – Marlins aren't pushovers when it comes to having a couple of these aces on the mound and Alcantara's that one. I mean, Miami throws the ball really well. They're, I, I think their issue will always be hitting. 
I think their ballpark makes their lineup look look a lot worse than it is. Like obviously like Garcia going there was a terrible decision for his career and his next contract, but whatever. Um, I just, I mean, I, I like, I like the fish here. Um, we'll see what, if we talk about this later in the show. Next we'll go Atlanta at the nationals in Washington, DC. Um, get some frozen RBVs in you before, uh, for the game at the bullpen right next to it. If that's, if that's your style, uh, Ian Anderson at Josiah Gray and Anderson's a pretty big road favorite minus 155 over unders nine and a half. And I think that's because the Braves don't seem to lose. Yeah. The Braves are on 11 game winning streak. Griff the Braves are really trying to sneak up on this New York Met team, which they are struggling out West getting their ass handed to them last night, 11 to six loss against the angels. Trout had a great night last night. And so did Otani, but the Braves are five games back, only five games back. Now, look, if you're a Mets fan, you got to have an understanding that you guys want to be having a 10 and a half game lead or nine and a half game lead the entire year. It's just not going to happen. The Braves team went to the world series last year. They're good enough to do it again. It's about just things clicking and they're playing so well, Griff, even with Matt Olson not being the Matt Olson, what we're I, I had him being the home run champ this year. We you know? both did. Oh, it's right. We both did. Look at that. Um, yeah, I think the Braves are going to keep rolling here against uh, uh, a nice opponent in the Nationals. Yeah, Josiah, uh, I agree. I feel like he's, I mean, had a lot of prospect pedigree, uh, even right up the till and through the, the Dodgers trading him away uh, in the Scherzer and Trey Turner deal. I feel like he's been pretty good. Swing and miss stuff is there. Just when he gets when when he doesn't get a miss on those swings, it seems to fly out of the park, and that's a big problem. Because I feel like this might be one of those type of guys that uh, our, our our boy um, Matt Olson might start instead of leading the league in doubles, he might actually hit it over the wall a little bit. Just, you know, the warning truck power just needs to do a couple more uh, curls, and I think we'll be we'll be good to go. Next, we'll move to uh, Pittsburgh at St. Louis, um, as my co-host is uh, is flexing in the background. Uh, Mitch Keller at Zach Thompson. There's a million Zach Thompsons out there, but this is a, a prospect for the Cardinals. Uh, currently, the, the the prospect might be his debut, or at least it's his first season. He's a minus 177 favorite, which is pretty big. Over under is nine. Mitch Keller, you know, as much as uh, I know some of our, our our friends in the Pittsburgh area have, have tweeted us about going to his starts and, and always uh, being worried about him getting bombed that day. I feel like he's been showing a little bit Recently, uh, I don't still know if I trust Mitch Keller, but he uh, he had a lot of prospect pedigree. He was up there with like the Tyones as being one of the best uh, pitching prospects the Pirates have had. It's been a, a slow grind for him, but I feel like stuff is is just starting to turn. I, I think he's going to have a little trouble with a St. Louis Cardinals offense, though. Yeah, I agree. And also, I think there is a Zach Thompson on the Pirates. I want to there say is. there confusing. is confusing. Very confusing, different guys. But, yeah, Mitch Keller, look, he did have a nice start in his last start, and it was a very good team to, to have a nice start against against the Tigers. He had six innings, seven strikeouts. Nice bounce back after getting kind of hard, worked pretty hard against the Dodgers, allowing five walks. Okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, you know, it's unfortunate. Keller is ha, does have stuff, and he's, you know, he is 26. Took him a little while to get here. But this Cardinals team is – very, very good offensively. And for Mitch Keller to come into St. Louis against a very hot lineup, Arenado Homer today, Goldschmidt's one of the hottest players in the game. Tommy Edmond walked off in this series, this past series. So um, it's going to be tough for Mitch Keller in this one. 
Yeah, I just – and he's on a bad team. I mean, Cardinals now leading the Central uh, half game up on the Brewers, which is, I, I think, a lot thanks to the Brewers not being able to hit for the last two weeks. But so um, like two years, Pirates, too. Yeah, maybe. I mean, I, I feel like the Brewers have never been able to hit. But maybe maybe that's going to change. I just don't really see it happening when Andrew McCutcheon is, like, your, your big power hitter. Uh, next we'll go San Diego at the Cubs. We have U Darvish opposing Justin Steele. Uh, currently U Darvish minus one twenty-five road favorite. No total because it's at Wrigley. Um, I mean U Darvish. You know, people talk about him, the death of U Darvish all the time. I feel like he hasn't been his Cy Young self, but he's still a pretty good pitcher out there. And, and to me, the the Padres are a much better team than the Cubs. So it's it, Padres are nothing for me on the road here. Yeah, this, that line doesn't like wow me. Minus one twenty-five doesn't wow you. Yeah, a I little mean, short. You're, are you trying to say it's a little short? Well, look, the cup, the Cubs just got absolutely waxed in the Bronx. Waxed. By the greatest team in history, right? I, that's you saying that. Let's clip that. We'll put that on replay. Someone on the social team, clip that out, please. And whoever, I, don't know. I mean, whoever, whoever edited that social clip of me. On that posted that me talk talking about my best bet, very nice, very well done. You got to give you got to give the coworkers a nice congratulations once in a while. Yeah, yeah, it'd be nice if the, if you knew the guy's name and didn't call him a coworker. But okay, sounds good. I don't good. know who it is. I don't know who it is. Hey, should I know? You know should I know? I, it wasn't it wasn't me. That's all I can say. But right, but we'll uh, I'm sure. Time. Yeah, we can. We'll do this after the show. Keep yeah. going. Yeah, I mean. uh Pretty pretty nice uh, victory today for the, the the Yankees who continue to play the uh, mouth breather society of Major League Baseball. Oh, hey, oh yeah, okay. You know what? I feel attacked. Anyway, I'm I'm, feeling... I'm not saying you're a mouth breather. Like they, every series, they're playing the Tigers, the Cubs, the the Oakland Athletics. We're really, that's probably we're really next on the schedule. We're really like, gonna was, go what, there. Okay. What do you want me to say, man? That's that. I just keep waiting for them to play someone good. The, the, the Blue Jays, they couldn't get out, them out of town fast enough. The Rays smacked them around. So I feel like this this huge, gaudy record, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm not a believer. Um, I, I saw a stat the other day, and I don't have it up. I am very angry that I don't have it up to counteract this argument. Okay. okay. But sure. we'll, we'll, we'll continue this, Cubs. Well, no, tell me. I mean, you don't have to have facts in this conversation. Sure. You can come at me with however you'd like. Um, what, what what are the Yankees supposed to do with the schedule? Just not no, all win. you can do is all you all you can do you is know, what are we, play. What are the Yankees supposed to do? Look, they struggle against the Orioles and they do well against everybody else. And look, they, we, you can't win every series, okay? I mean, lost the series in Tampa. True, like they've lost most of the series they played against the Jays. Um, the Red Sox. I feel maybe these schedules because we missed the first week or something like that because of the the lockout. Maybe this is just going to be the most like back heavy schedule possible for the Yankees, and that I'm I'm here for because I would I'm love here to for see them too. under a little stress. You know, I, I'm here for it too. But a series like this against the Cubbies, it's nice to have those kind of series to kind of you know make the record even better. But I am this is like I want to back you, Darvish, in here, right, Griff? But this the okay, line is like thank you. The the line isn't isn't like giving me enough faith at minus 125. The Padres lineup's good. The Cubs bullpen is atrocious. The Cubs lineup did not really do well this this weekend in the Bronx. Um I don't know. 
I guess we leave that up to the, to the public here. I, I feel like we're giving enough info to kind of understand that why I'm a little confused. Yeah. So I'm seeing on our probable pictures that you Darvish is uh, slated for Monday and Tuesday, hmm. which that's a bit of a concern. The weird thing is because like Nick Martinez, I think pitched yesterday as part of the doubleheader alongside Mackenzie Gore. So that shouldn't be a change. Uh, yeah, Snell, Musgrove. I think, went today. So Musgrove. like, when did Musgrove go? Uh, I think he went Friday. So he's he's projected for the last game of the Cubs series, I think, on Wednesday. So I don't know. Maybe there's something happening with that, uh, that there's a different starter that we're not seeing yet. That sure. might be the case. Maybe giving some guys some extra days because, I mean, the number's a lot shorter than I made it as well. And I feel like Padres have been playing pretty well, so you're not seeing a lot of short numbers on them. Yeah, I would just – for people that are listening, just make a wise decision when you guys see the – you know, when you guys the actual probable starters ready to go and you see the run line as well, um, I don't think this minus 125 is going to stay there. Got it. Um, thank you for our investment advisor, uh, Taylor Ringgold. Next, we'll go Cincinnati at Arizona. Mike Miner, who I was just looking up his stats before uh, this podcast began, and they are atrocious. He is visiting Merrill Kelly, who has not been pitching well really of late either. Um, and Cincinnati just hosted Arizona in a series and somehow feel like had leads in most of the games. It's, I think, either lost or split the series. I think they split it. But anyway, Kelly is currently a minus 155 favorite at home over under his nine. Uh, I was looking to potentially go against Merrill Kelly here. I just don't know that Mike Miner, uh, Vandy boy, really has enough in him in that arm right now. Because I feel like he was so good a few years ago, uh, I think in Texas, I want to say, then yeah. did not follow it up same type of circumstances the year after that and really has been lost since then. I don't know if it's been injury or how to explain it really, but uh, yeah, I don't, and it and to be back in the reds, which uh, is a scary thing to do right now. Yeah. So in 2019 is the year you're thinking of where he had 200 strikeouts and went 14 and 10 with a three, five, nine. And ever since then he's been bad. 560 ERA, 548, 505. And now we have two starts this year at an 864. A nice 864. Not great. No. It's the last two starts against teams that are winnable. And that was the Nationals. And then he faced the Diamondbacks at home and did not do well either. Four and a third innings pitch, three earned, two home runs, three walks in four Ks. Lowered the array a little bit, but that's all he did. Um, I'm going to back. Merrill Kelly in this one. I know Kelly hasn't been his best as of late. He started off the year hot in the real hot in the month of um, April and May. I want to see where his ERA is. He's got to kind of bumped it up. Yeah, I mean his ERA was at one seven one on May eleventh, and then it boosted up after an eight run earned game against the Dodgers in LA, and went up to three two seven. Now it's been around the threes, low low mid threes, but. This is a winnable game for the D-backs against Mike Miner, who just came back from off the IL, and he has had two really good starts to start off his 2022 campaign. I guess getting bombed by the Astros is not – or excuse me, by the Dodgers is not terrible. And and if you look – I guess in looking at the stats a little bit more closely, I mean – and then he followed up with a decent performance against those same Dodgers two starts later. Um, Yeah. I mean, you know, maybe it's it's not as bad as I I thought. Um, He's – I mean, it's the whip numbers being, or I mean, he, he's, in his last, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, in his last six starts, he's had one start 
with his whip below 1.6. That's not great. Um, but, you know, he did pitch well against the, the Reds in this, I guess, on the road, but um, just in his last start. So um, I, I think I think I, there's not enough there for me to go against Kelly, though. I, I'm certainly keeping an eye out. It's just how often are the Diamondbacks going to be favored? Not very often. We'll move to the AL. Next, we have Baltimore at Toronto. Uh, Bradish at Alec Manoa. Currently Manoa minus 279 favorite. That might be the biggest one in this card. Uh, over-unders eight and a half. And, uh, you know, those pesky Orioles, they uh, they don't seem to be pesky against anybody else besides the Yankees. <laughs> um, yeah, the Orioles, the Orioles are good at baseball. Good yeah. for them. Um, well, Kyle Bradish could have himself a handful, I think, against this Toronto lineup. The Toronto lineup hasn't – it has gotten a little hotter as of late, but yeah. – we're, we're, we were always expecting the, or the the Blue Jays to be kind of where the Yankees are. But thank uh-huh. God for a guy like Alec Manoa. Look, I I look, I even had the Blue Jays winning the division over the Yankees to start the year. That's how confident I was in this team. But Alec Manoa, having the type of season he's had, he's putting this rotation and an overall pitching staff on it, on his back. And that's what you're supposed to do as an ace. After Robbie Ray left, he was the guy that was going to take the fold, or him or Jose Barrios, and boy, your boy Ross Stripling. I don't know who to pick here. Oh, but but, yeah. Al, but Alec Manoa has been pitching great. And if you kind of see where this line is, I feel like you got to just writings on the wall. Well, I you know it's really hard. I, I'm just looking forward to the Jays to be playing the Yankees and Alec Manoa being on the mound because they can't hit him whatsoever. Um, but you know, just a tune up start until the Yanks hit the schedule, probably in August. Um, next we'll go white Sox at tigers. Lance Lynn looks like he's coming off the IL, uh, 60 day IL to make his season debut at Roni Garcia. Currently Lance Lynn, a very short minus minus one fifteen road favorite right now over under is nine, uh, Lance Lynn who's had some knee problems. I mean, probably doesn't help these 30 pounds overweight. Um, but like has been an awesome pitcher for for a while, maybe higher than thirty. Uh, I'll give him thirty. You can you can you can say as a former Twins insider. Um, and and I got to say I, I I like what he's done in the past. I don't really know what he's going to look like tomorrow, but um, the White Sox really need him to go out there and at least put up some outs or get some innings because they had Copa get hurt today, and then Johnny Cueto came in and pitched like five or six innings in relief. I think he was supposed to start this game initially. Yeah. Uh, but I got to say, uh, based on what I know Lance Lynn to be and what I know this Tigers lineup to be, could not be a much easier or softer landing to come into with this one. So uh, I'm pretty interested in Lance Lynn on the road here um, and just based on the differences between these two teams. Um, what do you think? I, I cannot agree more. This is the the what like the, the perfect tune-up game for him to start off the 2022 season. Coming off the IL, Lance Lynn is the definition of a horse. This is what the White Sox had last year being their guy. And this was is a huge missing piece for the White Sox to be a contending team. You know, they don't have G lead on this mother issues as well with what freaking Tony LaRusso has become this season. Oh my God. Oh my I mean, God. We can the go intentional go. walks. Nothing nothing Dude. is worse than the intentional walks this year. Uh, the intentional walk with two strikeouts, um, two with two strikes on Trey Turner. I mean, I don't know what you're doing, dude. I know the analytics say that he's uh, crushes lefties, 
when you have a guy two strikes, throw to your throw. I just I just love Jason Benetti, the uh who's who's pretty analytics uh advanced or, or he's a supporter of the analytics mo- movement. He he was saying like don't hitters hit like 180 with two strikes or worse than that. And Steve Stone was like trying his best in the commentary to be like, yeah, Tony LaRusso knows what he's doing. But everyone there was like, uh, no, he actually doesn't. And uh, why does he even have a job? Like, I'm sure the, I'm sure the GM or the computers make the lineups for him anyway, or he might be responsible for batting against Monty Grandal first. Actually. I don't know. Honestly, I'm not sure who runs the show and all these sort of things. I feel like the Rays just like, buzz kevin cash every time he needs to do something that's going to help them win and it works and these other organizations like the pirates just i feel like their analytics analytics department is as big as ours and i feel like they just kind (laughs) of sit there and don't really know what's happening at all times and that's really what you're doing when you're betting the sport every day is you're trying to pick out okay who's actually more likely to win this game and then if it's a close game which organization is more likely to make a dumb decision that the math would never support and you try to be on the opposite side of that. And that's my rant. No, and, and I totally agree with that. It's not, it, yeah, it's kind of weird saying, but it's like not fair for us people betting on these games because when you have Lancel in the mound, I mean, how many innings is he going to go tomorrow? Four? I mean, I think probably five is a five, big day. Five is a huge day for he hasn't pitched the entire season. Five is huge. But it, then it's a matter of who's going to be coming out of the pen first. Like, what is he going to do next? Is LaRusha going to really start screwing shit up like this? And also, if you're that pitcher who had Trey Turner on two strikes and then he tells him the intentional walk him, if I'm the pitcher, I know Tony LaRusha does not believe in me whatsoever to get the out. And then the next batter, Muncie hits a three run home run and then Muncie, yes. you know, does his thing. I feel like this game is going to be in the favor of the White Sox, and Lynn's going to have himself a nice day. It might not be easy for Lance Lynn, but I feel like four solid innings would be enough for him to go in the the right direction. But if you're betting on this game, I'd say White Sox over the Tigers. Yeah, that's the way I lean as well. Uh, Might hear more about this later in the show. Next we'll go Astros at Rangers. Christian Javier at Taylor Hearn. Currently, Javier has not been pitching great lately, but uh, minus 157 favorite because he uh, plays for the Astros. Uh, and over-under is nine right now. Um, I'm not sure that I'm in love with either of these starters. Taylor Hearn had some good numbers end of last season, but seems like those were uh, a bit of a myth or mystery to me on how he got those numbers. And I feel like the Rangers, I mean, they, they somehow, I think, won the series in, in Chicago this weekend, but like, had to sweat to, to get today's win and yesterday's with big turnarounds or like blowing big leads. I mean, I don't really know. Cause unfortunately I'm blacked out of all the Rancher games. So like the local team, I have to, I guess like the only way I can see them is if I attend the game. Cause I'm a cord cutter and don't have cable, but um, MLB I don't TV think you're missing much. I don't, I don't I'm, think you're missing much. It's a nice park. I'll say that. So I'm trying to get more invites there. So if you guys want to take me to a game, I'll go. Um, I'm only like 30 <laughs> minutes away. So just let me know. I'll get an Uber. Um, but I like, you know, just, I don't, I'm not, I'm saying this on the show on, on Thursday or Friday, whenever you were listening, I, I just, I'm not really a believer in the Astros right now. I feel like they still have a long way to go to prove anything to me. And this is like a, a somewhat of a rivalry is what, I guess whatever it can be in this sport where everyone's really friendly with each other. I mean, I think there is in the fan bases at 
please. So the crowd might be pretty lit here. Um, I just don't know how much that matters for a Texas team. It doesn't seem to be on the same level. I think the Astros are definitely for real. I think they are definitely putting things together. Jeremy Pena is looking really nice at shortstop. Altuve, of course, and then Yandor Alvarez is going to make himself a nice all-star appearance this year. Um, I per- I personally have talked a few times to Taylor Hearn before on, you ever heard of the app called Clubhouse? It's a, yeah. I used to have to host these baseball rooms and Taylor Hearn would always pop in, talk some baseball with us. Nice guy, but besides that, Taylor Hearn has had a very, very, very ugh, season. He really hasn't been great. I'm looking at the stats here. The Rangers, um, you know, they're a very hit or miss team. Being, you know, a couple games under 500. I think Christian Javier is not going to go the distance, but the offense for the Astros is going to take him through. Well, didn't know uh, Taylor Hearn was a friend of your former shows, but uh, I'm glad to hear that it's a friend, not a foe. Uh, next we'll go Minnesota at Seattle. Chris Archer at Chris Flexen. Uh, currently Flexen minus 110 favorite over unders eight and a half. Um, it's a bit of a scary situation considering how well the Min- Minnesota power is coming along lately. They're hitting the ball well. They uh, are going to – Chris Flexen to try to like – I guess sink the ball past there, past those power bats that are all going to be swinging, trying to lift the ball. Uh, and that's going to be a big test for Seattle, who's been playing a little bit better. Uh, and certainly at home, they've been a lot better as well. But I feel like the Twins, I mean, we keep waiting for them to fall off, and they're not going to do it. Yeah. Uh, this series, I'm very interested to see because this was, I think they played, I want to say they played in the first week of the season. They did, teams. yes. They, they yeah. did. Uh, I was, that, you know, it was yeah. very exciting watching them. I think Seattle might have took, it might have taken that series in Minnesota. I'm not quite sure. Um, anyway, uh, I, I'm gonna take, I'm gonna take the road, the road dogs here. I want to take the Minnesota Twins. They have him playing extremely well offensively. Luis Arias is leading the league in average. Um, a lot of their power is really tuning tuning in together right now. I know Archer is nothing to be excited about. He is way past what he used to be in Tampa. It's very, it's very. This this game is going to be very interesting because both these teams, the Minnesota Twins, have continued to keep going. Like you said, they, they haven't really fallen off. But the the Mariners, yes, they lost their series against the Red Sox, but we saw some life in this series, including the walk-off that they had the other night uh, with Dylan Moore hitting the walk-off. Julio Rodriguez, J-Rod is heating up really well, uh, but it's the pitching for the Mariners that just cannot get it done, and I don't know if Chris Flexen is going to stop the bleeding at a 2-7 record. But I'm, I'm I mean, go- he has not gotten a lot of support, which no, I don't know not. how to explain that. That's unfortunate, but I feel like that's a symptom like, of look, pitching just- for the Mariners. Jesse Winker hasn't been playing well at all this year. The offense literally for this twin for this Mariner team has been Ty France, consistently Ty France. And J-Rod's been heating up a little bit, but that's really what it's been. I don't know what Mitch Haniger's stats are. I don't I don't know. I mean, he's been out for a while. For a while, right. That's what I thought. And but the thing is, it's like the guys like Winker and, and Hedio Suarez, they're not. They haven't done anything for this team, and that's another reason why the Mariners are struggling. Yeah, I mean, the Mariners, and I feel like when we see a lot of big movements in the offseason, um, we probably need to think a little bit more. I mean, Jesse Winker had a really good season last year, but had awful splits against lefties. And Horrible. you won't have to deal with that tomorrow with Chris Archer, but 
that's still not a great combination. Um, and the other pickup being Eugenio Suarez, who basically was like about to lose his job. And so that was almost like a throw in, it felt like. But uh, I mean, he's had some big hits this year, certainly far fewer than outs. I think he's probably hitting like 200 or maybe less than that. But yeah. um, I think there's big problems with the Seattle offense. Their bullpen was pretty solid last year and won them a lot of the games. Uh, I still think that's pretty good, though. Paul Seawall blew up today. Um, and, and, you know, I just I like the Twins. Uh, and last on the, li- on the list for this week before we get into uh, one of our gifts and then our best bets is uh, Brady Singer traveling to San Francisco to meet Alex Wood. Uh, no line in this one, I think, because Wood was questionable to start this one or start on Tuesday, maybe. Um, but I imagine San Francisco will probably be a pretty solid favorite, especially after a home sweep of the Dodgers. But that does give me and makes me want to ask you, what do you think uh, the San Francisco Giants minds are right now? Just swept their big rival. Finally, they're they're showing that they're on the on the table as being one of those teams that can compete for and, and that last year was not a fluke. They compete for the division and potentially try to try to get in the playoffs. And now they host one of the worst teams in the league. And they, you know, the letdown, I think, is real in professional sports. So I'm, I'm a little concerned that Brady Singer might be a little bit more difficult on a celebratory Giants team. I think the Giants are high. As they, they, they are feeling a really nice high right now, sweeping one of the best teams in the league. This is a nice series to come off for that. I think they're going to have a lot of success in this series. I think Singer is... Definitely improved, I would I would say, um, but this is going to be uh, a nice home victory for the Giants if it's Alex Wood or if it's somebody else. They are, like I said last episode, and I probably will say this a lot. I said it last episode for sure. This is starting to look like the Giants team from last year, where they're clicking on all cylinders, doing all the right things. Gabe Kapler knows exactly what he's doing. And, I mean, the bat would do ball against Betts um, a few days ago. You see that bet when he struck out Betts on the slider? I mean, I mean that was high-pressure situation. Then Estrada with a diving play. They're doing everything right, pitching-wise, situational-wise. Defense is usually the name of their game. It's a very underrated thing nowadays in baseball, defense. And uh, I think this Giants team is going to have a nice – Nice job in this series. I'll just say that. I mean, I think the Dodgers scored four runs the entire series, and they had a Fucking lot great. of traffic today. Um, you know, it was, that, that was a good one because I was on record on this podcast saying I really like the Giants in this series this weekend. You did? Not, not sure that I expected a sweep, but uh, – I did not. You, you know, they for the subscribers who, uh, who purchased my picks, they were all over the Giants this weekend. And uh, I'm very happy with them. And I look forward to it because I feel like the Giants play the Dodgers really tough. And that's that's certainly something uh, for me to, to look at as we, as we move forward. Because that's, I mean, I, I'm trying to find good teams that are underdogs. And it feels like no matter the venue, the, the Dodgers are going to be favored uh, against the Giants anytime they play. So that, that always gets me a little bit interested. You know what else gets me interested, Taylor? What's that? We have a contest running right now. Are, are you aware of this contest? It, it, it's pretty big. You know, it's $500 all winner take all uh, for the winner of MLB contest. You uh, log on to pregame.com, enter your picks. You can find the contest there. If you need, if you have any questions or, or f- feel free to hit us up on Twitter or something like that. We're happy to, to walk you through it. Um, but you got a week to sign up. It starts on June 12th. Excuse me, today's June 12th. Starts June 19th. 
So you got one week, you got to put your first pick in there before uh, the contest closes on the 19th. You got to put 50 minimum picks in, 100 maximum, uh, and then have the highest unit total. Uh, we're doing run lines, uh, over-unders, and sides. And uh, the, the best number or unit total at the end of, uh, I guess, the all-star break, whenever we start going off for the all-star break, it's basically a month, month and a half long contest. Go get the most net profit. You will win $500 cash, uh, pregame.com. And, and certainly scroll back to the beginning if you want the, uh, the discount codes to get in here. Uh, 20% off and also a free $25 for signing up at pregame.com. Uh, so get that onto that. Nice. And then, that sounds good. You know, um, you know, we're just trying to give some gifts to the people. Uh, Taylor, since you have been pretty hot, six out of your last seven uh, on your best bets and uh, did win the last one. Now I'm only one half game, a single half game ahead of you. Um, why don't you give us your, uh, your, your pick for best bets for Monday? You know, I could go with the easy route. Right. I could go the easy route and take, you know, Alec Manoa, at, you know, minus 279, whatever. I can do that. We're not going to do that. We're going to roll with the Marlins again, guys. We're oh. the Marlins last time. We rolled the Marlins again. Sandy Alcantara against Aaron Nola in this high powered offense that's been playing really well. The Phillies have been playing well. I'll give them that. Sandy Alcantara is arguably the best pitcher in the National League and maybe even the best pitcher in baseball right now. It was 100 miles an hour, low one ERA, 161, I want to say. I'm taking them plus 130. I'm taking the road dogs again. Let's go Marlins, baby. The Finns are going to do it again. Let's go. I like it too. Uh, I don't know that I'm going to play it myself. And since I'm not going to give the same pick as you did, uh, I will go further west uh, from there. Because I think you probably have to. This Philly's pretty pretty far east uh, i'm gonna go with chris archer actually and the twins currently a plus 100 even money underdog on the road at seattle um chris flexen just hasn't really gotten a lot of support it's gonna pitch to contact and that is not what you want to do against a, a twins offense that is really hitting the ball hard and a long long way recently i do worry a little bit about the uh, atmosphere and really the weather out in seattle and how that ball is going to carry but i don't think that chris flexen's a a good matchup because Believe it or not, people do hit home runs at Safeco or whatever it's called now, T-Mobile Park. So I'm going to take Chris Archer. He's probably not going too deep in this game, but uh, four or five innings and then turn it over to a, a an okay Minnesota bullpen. I feel like um, they've got a little bit more at the end, at the back end of the bullpen. Certainly the soft middle is always a concern, but uh, I think Archer will leave with a lead and then uh, we'll see if the gods can uh, can keep the, the twins in front because that's certainly been a problem for me for a lot of this season. Uh, but you can follow me on Twitter, the real underscore G Warner. Uh, Taylor, you want to give yours and get us out of here? I want to say that was a great pick, Griff. I okay. love that pick. Love that pick. Very nice job. I, you can follow me on Twitter. You guys can follow me on Twitter. I had a brain fart. Uh, at Taylor Ringold, T A Y L O R R I N G O L D. You can follow Griff. You can follow me. You can follow pregame.com. RJ Bell's Dream Preview MLB Edition. Another great episode. Three promos. Best bets. We will see you guys on Monday. Um, actually, so we'll see you guys on Friday. Excuse me. I'm jumping the gun here. Uh, good luck betting, and we'll talk to you soon.